Alright, I normally don't do late episodes, especially on this podcast, but man, I got something that y'all need to hear. Alright, so I was watching a podcast from uh, Tim Pool, Tim Cass IRL. And I'm going to share a clip. I kind of pieced together some items from the show they had tonight. And their guest was Marjorie Taylor Greene, congresswoman from the 14th district in Georgia, I believe. She had some very insightful things to say about how votes are cast in Congress. It was actually alarming. These are things that I'm sure that certain members, maybe not all, but certain members of Congress probably don't want the American people to know. When I heard what she said, I'm not going to lie. I was very put off by congressmen in a district I'm in in Florida, Matt Gates. I'm not going to slander the man, but. He talks a lot about freedom, liberty, uh, transparency. I'm I'm a little upset that I didn't hear this from him and that I heard it from Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm going to let this play. Uh, I might pause here and there, but I want you to hear what she says. Super alarming. To anybody, too. Oh, my gosh. Even my dad, I was getting texts, but I was getting so much text that I was just like, uh, just another text. I was like, it's my we, father. Come on. Oh. We, we've, <laughs> we've, real, dude. we've, we've had uh, um, several people who are running for office on this show, and we've tried to get several people who are currently in office. I think, I could be wrong, but I think you're the first person who's actually currently sitting in political office who's come on the show. And, uh, you know, just the way we were, we were talking earlier uh, before the show, show started, it just and, and we'll have that up as a special episode on the website. It's the green room. We show the whole behind the scenes. You, you seem like a regular person. And so uh, with that, tell us about what your experience has been like entering Congress. Because um, I got to say, a lot of people probably have this, this vision where, like, you go in, and, you know, it's your first term and you create a bill and then everyone stamps it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling us about how they just like do voice votes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I want. Now, I had to pause because I want you to pay very close attention to what she is saying. And I want you to understand and realize the danger in allowing this to continue. I don't know how long this has gone on. It's probably gone on before I was born. I'm 42 years old. It's probably been going on longer than that. How many bills and how many laws do we have passed? You ever look at a law and you wonder to yourself, how did this get passed? Who voted for this? Pay very close attention. Everyone to know this. And if you hate me, you still need to know this. Okay. So when I got kicked off committees, I was like, all right, I'm brand new here. I want to learn how this place works. Um, and, and here's what else you need to understand. If you're the minority party, nobody has, no one in the minority party has control on committees. 
the majority party has control on committees. So if Democrats are in control, they're controlling the committees and they control what bills are actually voted on. Republicans have no choice. We can't put a bill to the floor unless we have 218 signatures to pull it out. And we don't have 218. So being in the minority. I'm sorry, I had to stop. I don't know how you fix that. Doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, who you support or don't support. I think this this practice right here is problematic. I think the American people need to do an independent audit of our government, not a government agency, not the FBI, not any other government agency. I think the American people, we need to pool our money together. I'd be willing to put in for this and we need to audit our own government. And there's changes that definitely need to be made. Committees are pointless for us. So I got kicked off committees and I was like, okay, big deal. So I go sit on the House floor, just sitting there watching what's happening. Because again, I've never been elected. I've never held office. I didn't even go to the local GOP meetings because I thought they were silly and stupid. Until now, you mean? Until now. Yeah, and then I go. But here's, here's what happens. So they were debating a bill back and forth, and they're debating it back and forth, and there was someone sitting in Nancy Pelosi's seat, the speaker's chair, was not Nancy Pelosi. I don't know who it was because they had a mask on, and everybody wears masks, and I was like, okay, I don't know who that is. It was actually a man. So they're debating back and forth, and then the guy up there holding the gavel in the speaker's chair calls for the vote by voice. So the Democrats, there was about five of them on their side. And we, there was about five Republicans on our side. The Democrats, it's their bill. So they're like, yay. And they're saying, yay, they want to vote for it. The Republicans on our side, they're used to getting defeated at this point because we're into February. And they are saying, they go, nay, without enthusiasm. And then all of a sudden, the guy up there, speaker mask face, he gavels it in. The bill has passed. And I was like. I'm sitting here holding my voting card in my hand, and I'm like, I didn't vote. I, and I was so confused. So I call one of the Republican floor staffers, and I'm like, what just happened? And he goes, ma'am, that's, that's how we pass bills. The, the bill just passed. <laughs> and I was like, I said, what are you talking about? There's 435 members of Congress. There's like 10 people that said yay and nay. I didn't even vote. I didn't say anything. I, yep. There's a machine. So here's what we have. On every other row, there's a. You got to realize, um, whatever her motivations are, whether you like her or not, this uh, this makes her no friends. This gives her enemies on both sides. I would be willing to say if she was willing to go through these lengths and expose things such as this, I'm not saying she's 100% trustworthy, but. Maybe she's somebody that probably needs a lot more support, not necessarily in a financial way, but things like this need to be heard, like for sure. Little machine. It looks like a credit card machine. And I have a, an ID card. It looks like a driver's license. As a member of Congress, you put it in there and there's three buttons you can push. You can push green for yes, red for no, and then there's a yellow one that's for present. I don't know why you need present, but whatever. So I didn't get to vote. No one else voted. It was not recorded. So here's what I found out. Most of the bills in Congress are passed with a voice vote, meaning millions and millions and billions of American taxpayer dollars are passed that way. Remember, I found out that. They OK, before I kind of cut the clip up, so you're probably going to see it chop like this, but.
I was very, I'm not going to lie, I was very ticked off and alarmed when I heard her say this. Everybody needs to know this. I am personally going to, Lord willing, uh, sometime tomorrow, email my representative, Matt Gates, and I'm going to let him know I'm not happy with this. I don't know why she is the first person coming out to say this. Now, maybe it's been on C-SPAN, right? Because I don't really watch C-SPAN like that. And I know typically I believe C-SPAN covers all, all of these things within the, within the chambers. That's my fault. I should have been paying more attention and I wasn't. Needless to say, why is she the first one I've heard stating this publicly. Maybe somebody else has, and I've just never heard it. But this is something that must stop. If you think that was bad, just wait till you hear what she says moving forward. Oh, yeah, it gets worse. I could pass bills by voice. I also learned floor procedure. So there, it's like it's like games, right? There's rules on each of us, what we can do. So the next time the bill came up and they were debating the bill back and forth, and I was really paying attention this time, and I had my lovely little book in my lap that I had the rules. They, The speaker up there, Speaker Maskface is what I call him because I didn't know who it was, he, he asked for the vote, the voice vote. And this time, so the Democrats are like, yay. And the Republicans over here, nay, because they're used to losing and right as Speaker Maskface is about to say, to gavel it in and announce the bill has passed, the rule is, as a member of Congress, and any of us can do it, you have to get to the microphone right then, and you have to say, Madam Speaker, I asked for the recorded vote. And I did call him Madam Speaker because gender doesn't count, uh, according to our rules. Oh <laughs> Sorry, gosh. anyone. But I did say that. I said, Madam Speaker, I asked for the recorded vote. So here's what happened. It was like... Uh, just a complete change. When I ask for that, that means at that moment, they have to call all 435 members of Congress, no matter where they are, to come yes. down and vote on that bill. And everyone is on record. That means you can look up how your member, your representative voted. You can look up your member, your representative. You can look up your member. People can look me up and go, did she vote for that or did she vote no for that? What did what did they do? What did what did AOC vote? What did uh, Dan Crenshaw vote? What did Eric Swalwell? What did Fang Fang tell Eric Swalwell to vote? You know they can do all this stuff. So here's the here's the deal. Recorded votes are so important. So I committed myself to that, and I kept on asking for recorded votes, and I kept on asking for recorded votes, and I pissed everybody off. I'm talking about royally. Good. Here's what happened. So every time they got called, they got called out of their uh, uh, committee meeting. And how elitist is it of these people who we elect to look into these things, to cast votes, to represent us, the people who elected them? It's a dereliction of duty. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm shocked. I'm not going to sit here like I'm completely shocked. I mean, I'm not surprised that this is what's going on. But the fact that this is going on and the fact that this has gone unchecked until this point, I would like to say that I think uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is probably in a lot of ways better than most congressmen and women to date. 
Why have none of them said anything? All of these loud mouths vocal about what's going on. Grandstanding really for cameras. Why haven't any of them done anything about this or mentioned anything about it? This is this is going to make me look a lot deeper. I'm already a research junkie. I'm about to go in looking into a lot of stuff like this. They got called out of their lunch with lobbyists. They got called out of their fundraising calls that they were sitting there begging for money. They had to wake Jerry Nadler up from his nap. Oh. I mean, it was unbelievable. Everybody had to come in and vote. What else did it do? It messed up the schedule. Nancy was very upset because they had a whole schedule. They were Bills were flying through. And all of a sudden, they weren't flying through anymore. Cori Bush's bill. I defeated her bill. It was really important. Her bill actually passed by voice until I asked for wow. the reported votes. Whoa. Which, bill, me, which bill was it? It would have allowed felons in prison to vote. Oh, wow. That's what her bill did. Yeah. So it won by the voice, but then when you double-checked it, they were like, oh, we made a mistake. It, she no. Didn't. When I asked for the recorded votes, even Democrats voted against her. Wow. We had 318, I believe it was 318, no votes on Cori Bush's bill. So when they had to be on record about what they were voting on, nobody wanted to be on record supporting this. They wanted this thing to go through without putting their names or attaching their names to it. This is dirty. This is not only dirty, this is sinister. It's wicked. To allow felons in prison to vote. Wow. So when people say Marjorie Taylor Greene has not been effective in Congress, I'm going to tell you something right now. I've got stories for days. I, I will argue I've been one of the most effective members of Congress because I have put and led the effort to put the entire United States Congress on record so that Democrats can look up their representative and say, how did my Democrat that I voted for vote? How, Republicans, how did my Republican representative vote? I think this is extremely important for everyone across the country Whoa. to know the job performance of their representative. The establishment can't be happy with you. Right? Oh, no. I got in trouble with Republicans, too. As a matter of fact, I got chewed out. Now, what she says here is alarming. But it's not anything we didn't know. But now, based on her testimony, I don't think she has any reason to lie about this. Now we have what we've thought. Now we have on record. These people really don't care about constituents. They don't care about the people who elected them. They're only concerned for themselves. And they're only concerned for what power it is that they have and bolstering themselves and what you and I think is irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shoot out. You want to know why? Marjorie, people don't want to be on record. Oh, no. Meaning they don't want their constituents to know how they voted. Mm -hmm. I want that person on record saying that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's dirty. Can you say who it was? I don't, I'm not forcing you to, but. Virginia Fox. Dangerous. That, that's it was Virginia insane. Fox. We should, mm -hmm. we, wow. All that should be on record. I mean. I, Okay, so Virginia Fox, for those who don't know, uh, she is uh, uh, born, I guess, June 29th, 1943, an American educator, businesswoman serving as U.S. representative for North Carolina's 5th Congressional District, which uh, encompasses much of the northwestern portion of the state. And the Gastonia area. Fox is a member of the Republican Party and served as secretary of House 
uh, Republican conference from 2013 to 20 th- 2017. She has been the ranking member of the House Committee on Education and Labor since 2019. This is bad. This is really bad. Um, I would say that it is a high probability that Marjorie Taylor Greene faces huge backlash from the political establishment. I would also say it is a very, very high probability that she's attacked, vilified. It's going to be an uphill battle for her in her next election. From what I hear, she's raised more money than yeah, most politicians. Uh, she's been banned on Twitter. Uh, who hasn't been banned on Twitter at this point? You know, I, I got friends that have been banned multiple times across multiple accounts. But this is an uphill battle and people that would be willing to speak. And willing to expose things like this again, whatever her motives are, not really concerned with that at this point. What I am more concerned with is the things she said is alarming and this absolutely can not continue. I'm not going to offer much more commentary. All I will say is if you enjoy, like, and appreciate these videos, this is probably something that really, really needs to be shared. People need to know this. Mm-hmm.